This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Us, a show dedicated to bringing real help to real couples. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and together we are high-performance marriage coaches. We are cutting through the bullcrap and creating a movement of happy, healthy, badass couples all over the world. Let's go! If you're joining us today, we have over hundreds of episodes on marriage, faith, sex, kids, everything. So welcome to the show. We're going to dive right in. Yes, we are. So we are answering a listener question today. It says, help. My husband has a drinking problem and it makes me disgusted. My husband has been has a drinking problem, but he doesn't see it that way. We were partiers when we met and I used to think it was awesome to get S-faced and pass out drunk pretty much every single night. But now I hate it. I quit drinking three years ago, and he hasn't even slowed down. I'm not trying to judge his lifestyle, but seeing him drunk almost every night and hearing him talk to me in a drunken and disapproving stupor has made him deeply unattractive to me. Hmm. He says very unkind things to me when he is drunk, but he does not remember them. He feels so out of control to me and unloving that I just want to run away, but I can't. To make matters worse, he wonders why I don't want to be intimate with him anymore. Like, why would I want to kiss someone who uses that same mouth to tear me down to shreds when he is drunk? I feel completely stuck. Do I leave? Do I ask him to stop drinking? Is that even fair? I am so unhappy in my marriage. And the last thing I want to do is kiss or cuddle with someone who won't even stop drinking to save our marriage. How do I get him to see this? Will he ever listen to me? What do I do? Mm. Thank you for everything that you do. And I hope you can help me out. Sincerely, MJ. MJ. Thank you, MJ, for writing that. I had a friend in high school named MJ, and he would do anything. He was crazy. Be like, Mary MJ, J. Blige? No, not Mary J. Blige. Be like, I bet you $10 you won't drink that bottle of Texas Pete. That is all you so had to say. your friend wrote in? All you had to say was, I bet you won't. And he's like, oh, yeah? Oh, Let me show up and show out. And it was that's hilarious. one way to live. But anyway, yeah. So, side note. But let thank me, you let for me, Let me see that, that question sure. again. I, I think one of the last things, I'm going to kind of go in reverse here. But one of the last things was, and I think a lot of people feel this way, based on people we talk to and the questions we get, and I would say kind of how the culture is going right now. Mm. One, I mean, this this sentence. Well, let me find. Where it. is this? <laughs> Come on, readers, <laughs> do what? your do your what reading. What is the thing. sentence? Uh, oh, I feel completely stuck. Do I just leave? <clears throat> do I ask him to stop drinking? That question right there. Mm-hmm. Makes of course there's other stuff. Or the, it doesn't say like can I even do that or something? Yeah, ask it, it, is, is that even fair? Is that even fair? So then I'm so unhappy in the marriage, and the last thing I want to do is kiss or cuddle, blah blah, not blah blah blah, but dot dot dot, etc. Yeah. Um. Yes, you can ask him. Yes, if there is, I mean, you're you're married, right? You're together, like you share stuff, finances, a shared space, a house, bills, dreams, vacations, sex. You can definitely, I feel strongly, tell me if you agree, that it is within your right as a wife or within your right as a husband Mm -hmm. to say things that are on your mind that you want to be different. Right. Now, if you're like, I wish you were blonde and, you know, three inches taller, okay, well, that's, maybe you can change your hair color or whatnot, but 
You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like, because if you were doing something that deeply affected me, mm-hmm. I would be remiss not to tell you. Right. Right? At some point, it's like, Seth, you haven't said anything about it. So right. how would I know? Whatever, right? So I hope that this lady feels empowered enough to say, wait a minute. You're complaining why we don't have sex or aren't connect. Sorry. There's Mike picking up. Reva's going to be so yeah. mad at you. you. Well, how do we look at each other and talk like that? You just like that. Okay. Like this. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. If there's something that is keeping me from connecting with you, wouldn't you want to know? Mm-hmm. Like, w- would that, would, would you consider me? Or even something, I want to change that. So the connected with you part, I don't, I almost said I don't care about that. I care, but it is not a motivator for me. So like, if there was something, I'm just going to use this example. So let's say that you were drinking. You're mm-hmm. not, but let's say that you were. And I had, and I, let's say we have, let's just use us in this as though it is us. All right. So I stopped drinking. I can see the benefits of it. I can see how your continuing to drink has created issues in our marriage. It's not just about like, oh, drinking is stopping us connecting. Mm-hmm. It's like drinking is having a global impact on all of the things that we do together. Like right. it is it's impacting. Just, it's not just one thing. Yeah, it's not just connecting. And I think when I hear you say connecting, I think what you're meaning is intimacy from this question. That is one of them. That's not the primary right. thing okay. on my mind. But it's like, oh, I don't want to hang out. Mm-hmm. You're drunk. You say mean things. Right. You. Well, I mean, let's put it in any other context either. It's like, what if this is shoplifting? And not drinking. Like, I don't want to go places because you might shoplift. You are probably lying to me. And you're doing these things that aren't appropriate and they're not kind. And we know studies show that they're not healthy. Like, really, this person writing in, MJ, Miss Jones, is really saying, (laughs) I don't know why that made me laugh, Miss Jones, is really saying, I want health in my marriage and I don't have it. Right. Is it okay for me to say that I want health in my marriage? I want to empower this lady and whoever is listening. If you want health, then it is absolutely okay to say that. What if you and I were 800 pounds each and I said... Then we could have a TV show. (laughs) My 800-pound marriage. Then we could... My 1,600-pound marriage. We could get famous, right? Uh, What if that was us Uh and I was like, oh my I don't want to live like this anymore. I am not attracted to you. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be around you. All you want to do is eat. <laughs> you cracked yourself up. <laughs> I got my, my goozle. Um, it would be very appropriate for me to say, hey, I want this for us. Mm-hmm. Let's look at some changes that you might need to make. Sorry, it's just funny. What? You made yourself laugh, and now I'm laughing about you making yourself laugh. You're laughing because I laughed. Yes. That's how uh, laughter works, which right. is funny. Laughter well, is contagious. And I, do, do, yeah. So, so <clears throat> let me finish the thought. I want to empower this lady and other people to be able to speak up and not, I don't know, lady, are you scared of hurting your husband's feelings? Are you scared for massive pushback on it? Because I was talking to a client this morning, and that quote that Dr. Corey Allen said, which we've heard before, how you do anything is how you do everything. Well, he doesn't say that. He says how he you do sex it. is how you do life. Right. But, okay, yeah. But the the concept of how you do anything is how you do everything. Mm-hmm. And um, this lady is probably not talking about a whole lot of other stuff mm-hmm. in the marriage. You know what I'm saying? And 
It's, it's, it's maybe. It's, I mean, if I, cause, and this is where it's challenging because I am never like, oh, is it fair to ask him to not drink? Oh, geez, sorry. My tiger ring went a flying. Uh, I never think of, is it fair to ask him to not drink? So I don't have that filter. Mm-hmm. So for me, when I hear, when you say like, maybe she's not talking about other things. Well, I, she probably isn't. If she's worried about talking about this one thing, there is a good chance that she's not talking about other really important things because mm-hmm. maybe it's like a personality thing or like she's not a bold person or a whatever where I would be like, F yeah, we're going to talk about this. This is a problem. Mm-hmm. This is impacting. I mean, in my situation, we've got three children that if you were drinking, this impacts them. Right. It's not just me. So I would be like ready to go to f- blows at bat. What's the thing you fight? I go to blows. At bat? Go to blows. Is that the what yeah. it is? Go to blows. Um, I would be ready to step into the ring, ring, ring for that. Uh, because I think it's important. I know it's important, right? And even I don't know. I just have like loads of thoughts around that. But, mm-hmm. but I do want to say maybe it's also that she's told him this before, mm. and he's like, "F you, idiot." Maybe that's how he is. Maybe Mister J. Were they drunk when they mm. said "F you, idiot," or was it a? Because there, there's a thing about addressing conflict. John Gottman talks about it and all the relationship. Like, mm-hmm. We've talked about it a thousand mm-hmm. times. Okay, when there's a conflict, when you're flooded or when emotions are flying, that is not usually the time to bring up something, oh, yeah, and you always X, Y, Z, and I'm so pissed at this, right? right? Because you're not going to hear it. Mm-hmm. It's going to come off as me being a jerk or you being a jerk saying it. Mm-hmm. So it's like when times... So, okay, in this instance, yeah, when everybody's sober... Right, not like on a Friday night when you like expect to have some drinks or something like that. Right, everybody's sober, so maybe it's on a Saturday morning at ten a.m. at ten a.m. or something. Right, right. That is when you talk about Mm -hmm. it. Hey, I've been thinking about this in the landscape of our marriage. I don't know. I would, I would, I would suggest that this person do the about said landscape sandwich, AOM sandwich of it. Tell some things that you like about sedimentary the level, right? Igneous rock <laughs> and sandstone. That's all we can think of. Right. Those three. Uh, yeah, no porous obsidian. <laughs> okay, enough. I like obsidian. The AOM. The sandwich. AOM sandwich. Uh, just we, say something nice. A handful. Hey, thank you for having a good job. Right. Thanks. That's great. You know your growth mindset or whatever. And there's something that I really want to talk about that has affected our marriage. Now, I want you to be able to hear me say this because as we can talk about it, you will probably get more of what you want. Mm -hmm. That connection, emotional and physical, that sense of increased well-being and not just drinking all the time and numbing it out, right? right? So, AOM Sandwich, say something nice, address the full issue and Mm -hmm. be empowered and don't be scared to say, "Is, is this... Because what if I put this in another frame? Like... I don't know if you and me have different views of marriage or not than other people. What's so funny it about that? It just sounded funny how you said it, yeah. We, our, our parents are married, mm-hmm. have been married for a long time. Do not they have, to each other. <laughs> We're siblings! <laughs> Keep on. Rabbit. Ow! What happened? I just hit my knee. Oh, jeez. Anyway. Um, what was I saying? What was I saying? Different uh, under like views of marriage. Different. We... Uh, you and I have, I, I believe, fairly view similar views of marriage. Like, okay, we work together, mm-hmm. we share bank accounts, mm-hmm. we 
sleep in the same bed. Mm-hmm. We know the things to do to have a, a decent marriage. Oh, you bring up a very good point. That's almost, it should be its own episode, almost. Like should, we, I, hmm? should I save my thoughts for a new episode? No, no, not necessarily. But that should definitely be a thing we talk about. We established from before we even dated that we wanted to get married, by the way. And we established a handful of things that are like, we sleep in the same bed. Like that is a part of our, like we've had conversations about these things. Like, is it right to do this or that? And we're like, no, we prefer this. And so we've had a lot of those conversations openly that, you know what I'm talking about? Like, I don't think we've had like a should we sleep in the same bed conversation. Yeah, I don't remember that ever, but. Not specifically yeah. that, but things like. like A shared bank account, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like a that, shared bank account. That was early on. Is like, well. And, and like, do I stay home and raise the kids? Yes. Like, that's a thing we want. That's a thing we value. That's um, a thing we did. Yeah, it's a thing we did. And so it's interesting now that I'm thinking about it is even that is a conversation most couples don't have. They just sort of fall into whatever the patterns they fall into. They kind of deal with it while they're in it, mm-hmm. but not necessarily are like, let's establish like what we want and how we want to live this and what like what we think is good. So in that and why I'm bringing it up is in in our conversation, was it ever like, yeah, we can get totally S-faced every day. Like I want to pass out regularly. Sounds pretty good, right? Yeah. Like we wouldn't have agreed to that, right? So maybe this couple needs to have one of those like re- or like an establishing conversation if they never had the first sort of, mm-hmm. I was going to say a reestablishing of that, but if they've never established it in the first place, then going back and saying, hey, wait a second, bro snake, this is maybe not what we, what I signed up for. I didn't sign up for a husband that got S-faced every night and yelled at me or whatever he is doing. Like I didn't sign up for that. And so let's reevaluate where we're at right now and figure out what we want to do moving forward. Excuse me. Um, mm-hmm. So that would be a conversation worth having. But I want to talk about two other topics in this because I'm not going to put this all on the lady to be like, well, are you communicating your needs enough? Like mm-hmm. number two. Before you go to the guy, mm-hmm. let me say what I was going to say. I wasn't going to go to the guy, but whatever. Um, what are you going to say? And then you can go, uh... Oh, gross. Sorry. <laughs> there, there, I, there is this thought pervasive today, and I honestly can't imagine what it is like in private practice right now compared to how when I was mainly in private mm-hmm. practice about the culture, the cultural um, norm. norm right now is no one can tell anyone what to do or they'll get offended and hurt their feelings. And we all are just risking so much to not hurt somebody's feelings. Mm-hmm. And, oh my gosh, is that okay? Is this right. Good? So I look at it like this, and you do too, as evidence just by our whole marriage. Right. It is like, if you have an employee, say that you're the boss. Mm-hmm. You started this company. You are the boss. You have a team of five. You run, I am. Right. I do. Well, we don't have five yet. We could. We will. <laughs> we are. We do. <laughs> okay, keep on. We've had it forever. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Anyway, say I'm running a Burger King, right? And I hire some 16-year-old kid, right, to right. flip burgers. Mm-hmm. Do they even do that? I don't know. That is like asking you as the boss saying, well, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but can you go clean the bathroom, please? Mm-hmm. Can you flip these burgers kind of thing? I mean, mm-hmm. I know if you don't want to, you can like we can talk about it. You can go to you know make ice cream or something, but ooh, I don't know. And then so many people are like that, so... The, the the fear that I think couples have, and I've, I've been actually seeing this more, mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a minute, you are in a partnership. Right. If you don't speak up and say it, basically preaching to myself, if you don't speak up and say it, then it's just conflict avoided is conflict multiplied, right? right? So if I own a Burger King and I got, you know, three 16-year-old kids just sitting around on their iPhones the whole time and I'm not telling them what to do, Conflict avoided is conflict multiplied. Then my Burger King is going to shut down in two seconds because right. nothing is getting done, mm-hmm. right? So for this lady and other men and women to be like, well, I don't want to hurt their feelings or this or that. It's like... I mean, let me say it like this. It's a, re- it's a job requirement is to clean the bathroom, flip the burgers, scrub the whatever down, like the fryer when you're done using it. I would say it's a marriage requirement. In my personal opinion, It's a ma- if you were getting drunk every night S-faced and passing out, that does not meet my requirements for marriage, mm-hmm. like mine. And I know it doesn't meet yours all either, right? right? So I'm not just saying it's all about me. Some people might scoff at requirements and go, "Oh, they might be like, you this. can't require." <gasps> <gasps> Melanie requires her, and it's not like that. It's get a little closer. I'll show you what require means. Idiot. That'd be funny to say. Yikes. Uh, so how about this? You can talk to your husband about his stupid drinking problem. And if it hurts his feelings, I don't care. If it makes you feel super awkward, I don't care. You're not going to get what you want unless you speak up. Like, mm-hmm. get over the timid bullshit. I don't care. Can we cuss on the podcast still? I don't know. We weaning it out? We can wean it out. That's we can fine. wean it out. Um, I have a very funny story about that, though. Did you see that text that some guy sent us? It was like, hey, you guys shouldn't cuss so much on the podcast. And I was like, yeah, you know, I actually feel really convicted about that. I wish it wasn't so darn funny, but I hear you. And he's like, Fine then, cuss your stupid asses off. What? Like, what happened? Were it you a jerk? Ha- Were you no. rude? No, I was like, I literally was like, oh man, I hear you, bro. Like, I totally feel convicted about that. We're gonna swear less. Uh, thanks for letting me know, but I wish it wasn't so darn funny to swear. Thanks, thanks for the whatever. And, and then he swore at you. Yes, and it made me laugh so hard, and I can't find it. But he's like, I'll be a fun laughing your your immature asses off. And I was like, okay, okay, what the dude. Heck? That's so if you hear this uh, and you're hearing this, I don't know how that turned so weird and why you swore at me. <laughs> I heard what you said. It was, was genuine in her response. I was being so. genuine. It's funny to swear. I didn't say it was right. Right. But anyway, but so, here's what okay. I don't know. Has this person said that she talked to him about it, though? I don't know. Let's see. So that th- So there's like two other things I wanted to address. But one was, let's just talk about the role of any substance in a marriage that is... Um, like alcohol, marijuana, whatever, porn, anything that's like 
an addictive thing that is detracting from normal stuff, I guess. Uh, what is your thought on things like drinking? Like if you were, if these people walked into your office and they were your clients, what would you say uh, specifically addressing the alcohol side of it? Like what, what insight, what facts, anything like that, would you be like, Hey, these are things you should probably know. Well, there could be a ton of anecdotal research or this or study show, blah, blah, blah. But the one main thing was, would be, Mm Hey, do you believe that this is affecting your current situation? Mm-hmm. That's what, like one of the number one questions. And mm-hmm. then based on their answer. But what if he's like, okay, let's role play. Hey, I'm here for my counseling. <laughs> my name is Mr. MJ. Hey, MJ. I drink every night. My stupid wife thinks it's dumb. Well, he didn't. Oh, well, okay. He didn't say uh, that. Well, he says mean things. So. Okay, so, so you basically drink every night. What? Yeah, I mean, doesn't everybody? It's a not lot like of, a ton. It's not like a, the most. A lot of people do drink, yes. So then, yeah. <sighs> okay, so tell me about a time when drinking, like you can remember, like drinking caused a big fight or anything well, like that. Well, I mean, that. like, I don't know, because, like, who's who's telling the story here, bro? <laughs> Apparently a very oh, you're Mr. Like <laughs> Mr. Very in denial, right, client? Okay. We, I we, mean, I've we, gotten into fights, but whatever. We call this the not even pre-contemplation phase. Oh. Pre-contemplation, contemplation. Enough then, with your jargon. Okay, sorry, bro. Talk to you like an eighth grader. Yo, uh, <laughs> how much sex do you have when you get drunk, bro? All of it. <laughs> uh, don't you mean no? Because your wife just says no, she doesn't. Okay, continue on. I'm the one <laughs> You're with the one. method okay. acting, not you. Okay, I see. Um... So, yeah, I don't know if I fight. I don't know. Okay, so. She's just mad about it all the time. Well, you sound kind of pissed right now. Are you drunk right now? <laughs> you are. Your mom is. <laughs> no. Uh, she's been sober. Um, okay, so tell me, like, if you continue this, will it get more of what you want in your relationship? I'm not, right wa- now, I'm not getting what I want anyway, so that's why I drink. Okay, so that's why you drink. Well, what came first, do you think? I don't know. I've always drank. I mean, it's fun. She used to now, but she's a party pooper. She doesn't want to do it. Wet blanket. Wet blanket. Do you think that her health is better because she stopped drinking? She's mad. No, I didn't ask that. Do you think that her health is better that she stopped drinking? I don't know. She's just bitches all the time. About I didn't what? say that. He said that. Mr. MJ swore. I didn't swear. Right. <laughs> What'd you ask me? I don't know. Um, so, okay. Well, tell me, what do you want? What do you want to see then? I want her to be happy and to like me. Okay. I think that you drinking all the time turns you into an ass. And then because my that, friends don't think that. Well, do you sleep with your friends? Maybe. I don't think you sleep with your wife either. Oh, <laughs> sick burn. Sick burn, right? So, what you're doing currently right now, what would it look like if you tried to stop drinking? Well, how long do I have to stop drinking for? Is 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 that something that like you're open to? Like if I tell you a number, will you go, okay, I'll do it? Or you just whine about it? Well, I mean, what's the point? Will she be happy in 30 days or 10 days or one week? It doesn't matter if she's happy or not. Yeah, that's why I'm here. Well, then you're here for the wrong reason. You are. <laughs> no, I'm not. This is my job. <laughs> I literally get paid for this. Went to school for this. You're paying me for this, actually. So I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So... What do you want more of in your life? What do you want less of? If you want more connection with your wife, more sex, more emotional intimacy, drinking 
her, her story is getting in the way. Now you can choose to ignore that and go, ooh, and keep on drinking. That's fine. But why would I stop drinking? It's, she's miserable to be around. And she doesn't even want to touch my wiener. <laughs> he said that, not me. Oh, boy. Are you Ricky Gervaising This will be forever how yes, I, I say so. things. <laughs> they said it. Don't get mad at me. Mr. MJ said it. No, I'm just going to name every character. So, no. Uh, like, uh, you, you've said a lot of things are her fault. They are. Like, you drink because it's her fault. She's not fun. She's not fun, and that's her fault. Like, tell me what you might have to play in this. Well, I wouldn't drink if she was happier. Um, so, okay. What else wouldn't you do if it were up to her? That's too meta. I got confused. I did too. (laughs) (laughs) We're both confused as who's saying what to what and whom. Uh, so I appreciate you doing this little acting moment because people, this is how people respond when they can't see the cycle. And you use the term pre-contemplative. Pre-contemplation. So, oh, that's what it was. So Explain to people what that is. Pre-contemplation is a stage of not even beginning to think about. Right. So this is in addiction using language, mm-hmm. right? So And Seth used to be an addiction specialist, is that what it's called? Uh SUD counselor. Substance use disorder. <laughs> counselor. Counselor. Okay. Right. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Um anyways. There there's a phase of just nothing <clears throat> nothing, which is before pre-contemplation, like, dude, it's fine, whatever. And a lot of people are in that Mm -hmm. mode, right? Uh, It's not a problem until it's a problem kind of thing. And then the pre-contemplation. So they're thinking about thinking about maybe Maybe. not using, (laughs) Mm -hmm. maybe not drinking, maybe, and this could be in anything, right? It's, you know, I I was in a a nothing phase and then a pre-contemplation phase and then contemplation and then action phase when we were deciding to, stop uh, my full-time job, mm-hmm. right? So it's just a... Those a, are the phases? It's just a phase of, of thinking, right? Mm-hmm. But it's used in addiction language. So pre-contemplation would be something like, my wife has said something about drinking, my friends say something, like I've thought like, oh gosh, I feel like crap the morning after. What am I doing? What's going mm-hmm. on? But eh, it's fine. Right. Right? So you're maybe thinking about thinking about it, right? right. Contemplation is... Maybe something happens. Maybe you have a DUI. Mm. Maybe you barf or crap the bed or something crazy. You right. know, yell at your kids or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then you go, oh, wait. So then you're contemplating. Mm-hmm. It's like you, you, you know, if you're going to um, jump off a cliff into some water or something like that. As you know, one does. Talked about it with a client this morning. It's like, I always think about jumping off cliffs into water. It's Where's fun. that doggone cliff? I jumped out of a tree this morning into the, into the river. So, As one does. Actually, my hand slipped and I fell. So. Really? The story. And I was naked. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. You're going to get like a driving under and then the, those rafters, without the those underwear. Those rafters came down the river again this morning. And you were naked and fell out of a tree? It, that was about 30 minutes later, but I still saw the rafters come down. But anyway. The King County. I get there earlier before they do. Parks Department is going to. So anyway, contemplation. Sasquatch spotted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, look at that Sasquatch junk. Gross. I said Sasquatch. Anyway. Uh, then contemplation is, hmm, this would be fun. This looks like it's fun to jump off into the Listen river. Listen to the sentence you just said. We're on a world-famous marriage podcast. 
You told us you jumped out of a tree, but you fell and you were nude. And Parks Department people might have seen you. And you said, look at that Sasquatch's junk. And then we went right back into, well, pre-contemplation is. That's the, that's the I just flow. had to point that out. Keep on. It's the entertaining flow. That was really funny. So contemplation would be you're on top of the rock thinking, whoa, this would be cool. Can I do this? Can I? What would it be like if I actually did? Mm-hmm. You're thinking about it, like mm-hmm. seriously thinking about it. And then, of course, action phase is, action phase is you know what? I've weighed all the options. Drinking has gotten in the way of some stuff. I'm willing to take a look at this, willing to not drink. And you jump off into the water and mm-hmm. you go, whoa, that was cool. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But a lot of people go, what? I can, I can jump off a cliff anytime I want. I can, I can jump off a cliff for two weeks in a row. It's no big deal. Right. Right. And of course, I'm using the analogy of drinking. Like right. what? I can quit anytime I want. You don't know how many young people I used to counsel and they would smoke weed all the time and be like, bro, I could stop anytime I want. I'm like, well, why don't you? Oh, I don't want to. You know? Right. So it's just this, this whole line of thinking. Right. So then the action phase. Okay. Imagine a world where drinking wasn't part of your life. What would it look like? Mm-hmm. Just fantasize about it. Just like um, future cast. Oh, what would it be like? Oftentimes people go, well, it would suck. What am I going to do? It's going to be boring. I like having beer with a steak on a Friday date night. What am I going to drink? Seltzer and look like a wiener? You know, like seriously, this is, this is like what you think. It's like, well, what do I do? What do I do when I go to parties? And then of course, anxiety kicks in around that. And then because you're in this self-fulfilling prophecy, kind of cyclical. Um, uh, Cycle? Yeah. Um paradigm cannot think of the therapy word for it mode but anyway it's a you do this then this happens then this happens because that happened you do this thing over again framework no i can't think of the the thing um modality no no it's not that um so then you go oh this is too hard then you stop and go back to whatever it was right so there has to be then in therapy we talk about a first order or second order change first order is just like Ah, okay, sure, I'll try it for a week or so. Then it doesn't really sit, right. right? Second order, now there's a third order, which is interesting. Second order is like, oh, wait a minute, this is a better thing. And then mm-hmm. you work around to instill habits, you know. I would say first order is almost like you're doing it for somebody else. Like it doesn't have that deeper meaning for yourself where it's long-term, right? Right. That feel Yeah, accurate? you think, oh, you know what? That's a good idea. That would be preferable. I'll try it. Ugh. But I don't really need it. Well, I'll try it. Oh, man, this is harder than I thought. I'm going to go back to whatever it was. Right? right? Um, homeostasis, feedback. Oh, okay. Loop. That's what I was thinking about. Thank you, brain. Um, and with, with quitting drinking, like I personally have experienced this. Mm-hmm. When I was drinking way too much. I experienced this with drinking wine at night. I bet that you do. Don't talk to me like that. No, I'm, I'm serious. It's like, I mean, I'm not. That's why I don't Surprise. drink wine any, anymore at night. Right. Now, now you say <laughs> a thing. <laughs> Your turn to talk. Um, when I, actually, this is crazy. When I was in SUD training school, I was really learning a ton about different uh, models of disease, drinking, drugging, all this stuff. And my brain was just going, whoa, whoa my gosh, What? And then I actually went to a therapist and he asked me the question, 
what would it look like if drinking wasn't part of your life? And at the time, my mind was blown. Obviously, that is a very simple question. Mm-hmm. Hey, super simple question. Blew my freaking mind. And I was just like, I, I haven't even thought about that. I have no idea. I mm-hmm. don't know what that would look like. It's scary. All this stuff, right? But I just went through the steps. I mean, not, not steps, but just deeply thought about it. Right. And was like, oh, man, yeah, I always feel like crap after I drink way too much. Um, and it, it just goes in cycles. So I would encourage this guy to really, really, really think about it. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's difficult. Yeah, it's going to make you feel terrible. Yeah, you're going to go, am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing the right thing? You're going to have a zillion questions, and you're going to be anxious out of your balls. <laughs> it is a very hard process. And again, I don't think drinking is bad, right? But drinking, at least in well, everywhere, it's so culturally ingrained that you not drinking is abnormal. Mm-hmm. You not drinking is not well, it, normal. May I say a thing about that too that I just was thinking as you were talking about that is that in the spheres of people that we run in now, so like the group that we've created for our own lives, and then also the group that we aspire to be in. So like we have friend, we have people that we want to become friends with. If that sounds like a really weird statement, but we do, right? Like the Ed Milets, the Lewis Howes. I want to be friends with these people. And what I've discovered, and I'm sure you have as well, is that drinking the like the broness of drinking, the like the coolness of drinking stops um, in direct correlation with the amount of like self awareness and self actualization that you are journeying on, if that makes sense. That that makes sense. So help me say that a different way. So the higher you go, the more you go on your journey, like your inner journey of self-awareness, the more you realize that, oh, drinking all the time is actually mastering me. And I need to master everything around me to have like this deeper knowing of who I am. Who's that? Russell Brand talks about that. Remember? Mm -hmm. I was just playing that thing for you where he talks about like, reaching this level of awareness, you realize that it's not like achieving greatness in life is not being able to like do all the stuff you want to do. It's to be great without having to do any of the things you want to do, mm-hmm. right? No drugs, no whatever. Like it's, it's like self-actualization to the max. And what I have noticed is that the friends that we run with, alcohol is never a priority for them. Some of them will have a drink every once in a while, but never, ever, ever are they like, where's the vodka? Bring on the something, Mm -hmm. margaritas. Like, it'll be like, oh, I had a daiquiri while I floated down the lazy river after I gave a talk. Mm -hmm. And then I sat by the hot tub. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what, that. so I don't know. All of that to say is that the sort of the measuring of coolness by how much I drink is for a subset. It's like a, an awareness level of people. Does that make sense? That sounds really weird to say. It, it made me think, and this isn't flexing or anything. Do it. But it, it is kind of funny. Like when we, we've been in Nashville a zillion times, but when we went to Nashville for a very specific reason for Dave Ramsey, and we were literally drinking Dave Ramsey's like special stash of whiskey, whiskey. on a balcony, like cheers and glasses smoking cigars with Dave Ramsey and his team that is like okay yeah you can drink but that's not like a college bro party like you know what I'm saying it's like (laughs) and I imagine like drinking with Ed Milette or like he has scotch and whiskey or something Mm -hmm. like at the Badass Husband Mastermind event over the summer that was the first time I ever had like a scotch I know it wasn't 
It was like whiskey or something. I don't know. I think scotch and whiskey are the same thing. One is a different version of the same thing. We've talked about this. Bourbon. I don't know. Anyway, and cigars, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, ugh, cigars suck. But it was that, you remember when we worked at Starbucks? Yeah, perfect perfect pairing pairing kind of thing. (laughs) Lemon loaf and a breakfast blend. Right. It was it was delicious. Nim, 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 nim. Nim, nim, nim. It was great, right? Yeah. And so that kind of drinking is different than right. let's pound some beers, you know. Right. And okay, I'll be honest. Like if say that, you know, me and Paul did something amazing and we're like, bro, let's go get a steak and just drink, man. Then that's okay too, right? right. Sometimes, I mean, which in, in, even in that scenario, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't pass out, you wouldn't get like that. You know what I mean? No, that that I can think of, I wouldn't think right. you'd get like that. No, you wouldn't get to like that, right? Right. So it's a, I don't know. So I guess all to, okay. all the reason that I'm saying that, the reason that I brought it up, is that it bothers me on a billion different levels. But this is like eight conversations I'm trying to have at one time. When people think the height of my, I've attained it, I can get wasted out of my mind and pass out in the living room and barf in my kitchen and feel like absolute butt crack the next day. I win. No, you don't. That's not the epitome of it. That is not. You've reached your height. You've actually, you're stuck. You Mm -hmm. are stuck in a hole that is not going anywhere that will lead to liver damage, that will lead to probably a divorce right? Let's reassess and reevaluate if alcohol is more important than your marriage. Is it more important than your kids if you've got kids? Is it more important than the life that you're trying to build? Because it will take all of those things away from you. How about this? I want this couple to be able to say this. This I say to them. This you will say to me. Right. If you were drinking a bottle of wine a night which that's excessive. That's four glasses, right? Like, obviously, that's a lot. Or even two, and you were saying just snippy things. Like, you weren't yelling or whatever. Mm-hmm. You were saying snippy things, and, like, you just looked gross. Right. You know? Or whatever. Right. I don't know. I don't think you look gross. And I said, hey, I love you, but when you do this thing... right. Honestly, I don't want to mm-hmm. kiss you. I don't want to take care of you. I definitely don't want to have sex with you. Um, that's, that's what I want. And mm-hmm. what I want for our marriage is to have fun with you, mm-hmm. kiss you, and have sex with you. Because I know those things are, uh, com- compose a, a good relationship. Mm-hmm. And your drinking is getting in the way of mm-hmm. that. Can you acknowledge that? Can, or not acknowledge? Can you address that? Mm-hmm. Please. Right, and I would even go so far for this dude, paint a picture of what you think this is going to look like in a year, three years, five years, ten years. You going to stop drinking in a year just for funsies? I just asked my men's group. I was like, okay, now until Christmas, what do you want it to look like? Mm -hmm. And this is kind of vague, which will winnow it down, right? But it's like, okay, what do you want your next two and a half months to look like? The year is basically over. Mm -hmm. It's already 2025. (laughs) Uh, what what do you want it to look like, right? So, yeah, what do you want one year from now, six months from now, 2.5 months from now to look like? If you keep on drinking and doing this stuff, then you're just going to get more of the same. Mm-hmm. You know, this thing isn't going to fix it. 
like, oh, I can buy a new thing or go on a vacation, go on a vacation or do this or that. That's not going to fix it. That's just a temporary Band-Aid for it. It's not the underlying thing. It's like um, the other thing, what is it? What does Dr. Gabor Mate says? He says something to effect of all addictions, drugs, sex, gambling, anything, alcohol, is the effect of some sort of trauma. Mm. Now, that trauma obviously is a spectrum of like, okay, worst abuse ever to maybe you were neglected on some level as a child or your parents said something that, you know, made you feel like you always missed their expectations mm-hmm. or something. Anyway, it is the, anyways, it is the some, some form of anxiety or something that you're trying to cover. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like normal drinking, which actually in uh, AA circles, you call them normies. Like, oh, she can have a drink and just one drink or maybe even two drinks and be fine and mm-hmm. not drink again for 30 days mm-hmm. or not even think about it. That's a normie, right? Mm-hmm. But like people with, like, I, I, I don't, I'm not a normie and a lot of people I know aren't normies kind of mm-hmm. thing. That doesn't mean like, oh, full-blown, right, right. just crazy alcoholic needs to go to treatment yesterday kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, wait a minute. If you have one, then you usually want another one. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, this... And it's, it's just a whole thing, right? So I would go far upstream and go, what are you dealing with maybe that you haven't dealt with, mm-hmm. you know? And like be open to that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because it, it's like the path of least resistance. Say that I have um, a super tall hill to climb. I'm like, oh man, that's that hill is going to be more uncomfortable than just walking on flat ground, mm-hmm. right? But there's two paths and I see one that's a little bit easier, which one do you think I'll take? Yeah, the easier I'll one. take the easier because it makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Like biologically, it right. makes more sense, right? And also emotionally, it goes, oh, man, I have to talk to my wife this way. I have to talk to my husband this way or I'm stressed out and I have all this anxiety. Hmm, what is the path of least resistance? Hmm, drink. Hmm, okay. <laughs> right. And that's what we do, mm-hmm. right? So it's like that is... Now, I'm not saying all drinking is because like somebody, you know didn't get love from their dad or mom or something like that. That's not it. But be willing to look deeply at that. And actually, I would diagnose people too with like um, alcohol abuse or alcohol dependence. There's there's a, there's yeah. a major difference. Like most people have like abused alcohol. Right. Like, oh, I got way too drunk that night and like did something crazy. Oh, sheesh, right? And you've done that a couple times. But then dependence is where, that's why alcohol is so bad. Alcohol yeah. is the only drug that if you quit, you can die. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. You didn't say it right. You can die. Die. Like like heroin, anything, you can come out of an, of an acute episode or, or acute overdose with Narcan and boom, you're not high anymore, which people hate that because uh, you're just I'm in sure. dreamland. You're yeah. like, whoa. Anyway, they wake up swinging kind of thing. Anyway. What was I saying with that? Oh, alcohol abuse or dependence. Most people have abused it before. And um, just just be willing and open to look at stuff mm-hmm. like that is what I would say. But since the wife ran, put the question in, be like, be bold, lady. Mm-hmm. Like, be bold. It's your life. It's your marriage. Don't mm-hmm. like pussyfoot around like, am I going to hurt his feelings? Well, it's your marriage too, just as much as Yeah, it does is his drinking his. hurt your feelings? Yeah. So don't worry. I mean, I know that sounds mean and well, I would recommend getting... What sounds getting... mean about it? If, well, no, if, no, no, you no. Were, if you were spending all the money mm-hmm. and like, I'm like, I, 
I, I don't know. I think I have to take her debit card because all right. she does is like be stupid and spend on stupid stuff, right? All she does is be stupid. <laughs> he it's not says. like Kev on stage. <laughs> anyway, um, then but, I would say, hey, I hope this doesn't hurt your feelings. Right. Well, Ooh. and let me say this. I would just recommend if you're going to have this conversation with your husband, have it with a third party present. Go to therapy. Go to go somewhere. Like have someone else there socially accountable to you too um, because that helps bring down the like ridiculousness of these situations sometimes. Like it helps not have things escalate if that's a pattern. That's all right. I'm saying. Um, like social pressure of a counselor in the room with you is a good thing. And also think about it this way. Uh, also, alcohol and drugs, et cetera, are great coping mechanisms until they're not. Mm-hmm. Understand what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So like there's a reason. They work until they don't. They work until they don't. Exactly. So be ready for some pushback on that right. because what you're essentially trying to do, this is why it was so unbelievably even ridiculous to think that I could get like teens to stop smoking weed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like everybody they know does it right. and it works and it takes their mind off stuff. Like who am I? Some old guy saying don't smoke weed, you know, Ooh. kind of thing. It's just yeah. silly. You have well, to, and- you can't erase, but replace. So expect some amount of pushback on that either like what are you talking about i'm fine i can quit anytime i want or i don't need to drink or i drink because you're this way xyz it's like a a big ball of yarn that needs to be untangled Mm -hmm. slowly and in multiple places and i want to say to to mr mj if you find yourself saying things that are arguing in the defense of drinking like well i should be allowed to blah 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 you are making yourself so unattractive to your wife that it you're basically digging your own grave at that point. And I'm just going to be honest. There is no woman out there who wants to hear their husband argue why they should have a vodka and crayon or whatever or a gin and something um, over, I want to make our marriage better. Mm-hmm. No woman is going to be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you're right. Here's oh, your makes sense. alcoholic beverage. But have fun passing out somewhere. Like, no one gives two shites about that at that point. So I'm just saying this in all honesty. If you're going to try to argue your way out of the bad behavior, so that could be smoking, it could be vaping, it could be drinking, it could be chewing tobacco, it could be porn addiction. It could be, If you're going to try to argue your way out, like around why it's okay, then you are arguing your way to the divorce papers. I mean, that's what you're doing. Because you're saying, hey, uh, Tito's and Coke is more important than you hey, this little tin of whatever the thing is you stick in your lip and it makes you do a thing is more important than you. Hey, looking at naked women online is more important than you, idiot. Like that's what you're saying to your wife and mm-hmm. or, you know, this obviously it's not just men to women. Um, it could be the other way around. But I appreciate you for talking about addiction stuff and knowing about it and being educated in that area. Mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. But to Lady MJ... I really encourage you, like Seth Lady said, J. Lady J. <laughs> That's a product, and it's funny. Um, but I encourage you, like Seth said, to be bold about it. This is going to hurt Mr. J's feelings, but he can shove it. Uh, he's too drunk to notice. That was rude, but it was kind of funny. Uh, so I encourage you to get a counselor. But like Seth said, this is also your life. And if you are miserable with this man, uh, get a counselor, talk about it together. And man, if you listen to this episode... You have some serious work to do. Yeah. Do something different. Talk to some dudes about it. So I hope this is helpful. 
If it is, let us know. Oh, you made up a really good point. So do men talk about this stuff in the mastermind? Yeah. So should Mr. J join the mastermind, but under a pseudonym so we don't kick his ass? Seabass? Oh, MJ, how's it going? We know your story, bro. Oh, Mr. J. Yeah, so go to badasshusband.com and uh, poke around, um, level up. <laughs> Talk to you later. That simple, was simple. Just a, okay. A dude will get it. Hey, okay. Quit effing around. Go and do something different. So, all right, guys, we love you. Thank Talk to you, you so later. Bye. All right, bye. Thanks for listening to Anatomy of Us. This podcast is produced by my mom, Melanie Studley, and hosted by my dad, Seth Studley. Our show is edited and published by our producer, Reva Hansen, from Creative Media Support. Special thanks to our Patreon members that get an extra episode every week. Thanks for watching. Love you. Bye. Bye.